Hey friends, welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I am your host, Wren, and I'm so glad you're here. Happy New Year, everybody. This is January the 5th, 2018. Can you believe it? It seems like Christmas just flew by and the new year, and now it's already the 5th. So I'm so glad you're here. I am super excited about this year of podcasting. I have mapped out some awesome guests. You're just going to really love them and be encouraged by them and their stories. So if you have not subscribed to the Friends of a Feather podcast, um, go to your app, your podcast app, and you can subscribe so that you don't miss any. Every Friday, I will be posting a new podcast. So I hope that you are encouraged by those. I would love to hear you over on Instagram, what you thought about each one. And um, I'm just excited to do that every week this year. This week, my guest is Melanie Red. I wanted Melanie to be the first person that you hear on my podcast in the new year because I really feel like she offers encouragement to women and just really sets your heart and your mind on the things of Jesus and the things above. So I really wanted to have her on first and you will love Melanie. We met when Melanie taught my best friend's sister in third grade at the same school that I was attending. I think I was in sixth grade. And um, we just chat about a whole lot, a lot of practical things. We talk about the books that she's written and what she has done with her ministry called Ministry of Hope. Um, Y'all really need to follow her on Instagram. She has really encouraging messages and she sends out a blog post every, um, she sends out a newsletter every week And y'all need to go to her website. Her website is awesome. It has these one minute, 60 second, just snippets of like, there might be something called uh, about friendship or maybe something about submission or maybe something about faith. Um, I really was encouraged by her website. It was awesome. So here's our conversation. Y'all sit back and enjoy and relax. And here you go. Okay, so um, I met you when I was, I think it's, fifth or sixth grade and my best friend's sister was in your third grade class and you were her teacher and everyone adored you loved you so much and you got married and I remember I we went to the wedding I remember exactly what I was wearing so that's how I remember being introduced to you yes love was in the air that year (laughs) (laughs) it was great you had a whole bunch of kids there too I did. At the wedding, we had a ton of kids, exactly. and it was a lot of fun. And uh, you and I were talking about, I, I pull up my wedding album and have pages where those kids are there. And they're now all like, um, I don't know, 30-something. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, yeah it's, I was very young when I was out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But Brady and I have been married 27 years. Okay. And, and we have two kids. Uh-huh. Uh, Riley is 25, and Emily's 22. And they're a lot of fun. Emily just graduated from college, and Riley has been working, and he's back in school. That's great. And they both live at home, and we we, we call ourselves sort of empty nesters. The door (laughs) evolves a lot, moves a lot. Uh We've had a ton of fun. We have fun kids. Well, and they're beautiful. They are beautiful kids. I mean. Well, they're kids. They're good kids. Yeah. Yeah. And Randy and I both are in full-time ministry. Okay. And so it's, it's, it's a lot, it's an adventure yes. <laughs> at our house. Yes, that's great. Well, I know that that shows a lot about y'all as parents, if they're still coming back home. <laughs> you know? That's in our prayer. Yes. Well, they still, hang, they live here and yes. hang out with us. Yeah. But it is a lot of fun. And I love yeah. this age. I love that we're at a place now mm. where 
we uh, we coach more than we tell them what to do, mm. and we give counsel, but we mm. don't make decisions, and it's mm. really fun. And <laughs> you can say we're here to pray about that. Yeah, and you can be their friend. I mean, now it's, it's it is you a lot really more can be that. more friendship. Yeah. So yeah. that's neat. Okay, uh, good. That's us. Okay, yeah. great. I know you're a mom. You're a daughter. You're a mentor. You are a speaker, a writer, a blogger. Um, you also wrote Sunday school material for I did. like Sunday I did. When, the kid, when the kids were little. You could, I could do that in my, at home, and so I would go. I'd get different editors would call and ask me to do a project. So if you remember the old Sunday school quarterlies, uh huh. You know, we use a lot of senior adults still use them, and everybody gets one and they read the same lesson. Well, mm-hmm. I wrote a lot of lessons for those like lesson plans and how to have a discussion in your Sunday school class and that kind of thing. Okay. And so I did, I did that for about 10 years while the kids were little. So how, how, okay. How do you realize that, Hey, I'm good at this writing thing. Like somebody tell you, do you like write? Cause I can write, you know, blog post, but then it's like, but it's not, nobody wants me to write any curriculum for them. You know what well, I mean? <laughs> now, most of what I wrote was not the curriculum. I did a little of that where you got out all the, concordances and all the commentaries and all that but mm-hmm. mostly they have pastors do that okay uh, what they liked for me to do what I enjoyed was more like a teacher thing I wrote okay. lesson plans for the actual people that taught the lessons okay so say now when you start your Sunday school class this is what you do <laughs> okay and, so uh, you were doing the teacher kind of role from, from teaching school to doing that yeah, yeah yeah okay and your dad worked for Lifeway so you had yeah, a little foot in the door. I, I got, they called me before. I don't remember how I got started with them, but I did that before he worked there. I think oh. someone contacted me. I don't know. My name was turned in or something. Okay. And once, once you get started, it just kind of rolls. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. I did that for about 10 years. I, they had some magazines I wrote for, and, and okay. it was a neat way because I just, I could stay at home and do it. That's and fabulous. Be a kid, but, you know. That's, it was it was cool. It was a cool way to do ministry. That's yeah. great. Okay, and so that's what I was going to ask you is you know, with your kids are all college age kids, you know their age now. How did how did life look like when they were two and three or four <laughs> and five? How did that look like I, for you? I saw that you mentioned that question. Life looked crazy, just like it does for everybody else with little kids. Yeah, uh, yeah. And in the process, we moved, Randy was not in the ministry at that time, and he got offered this wonderful, they called it the opportunity of a lifetime. A headhunter called him one day out of the blue. He was working for FedEx, Mm -hmm. and they said, we have a wonderful opportunity for you, and it's in Atlanta. And so Mm -hmm. we relocated and kind of started it all fresh down there, and it was both challenging, but it was also a lot of fun. And that's when the kids were real little, and so I have fun memories, and they were too young to even know what was going on. Right. You know, but... That it, life was a lot of fun, you know. Mother's yeah. Day out, it was birthday parties, it was crazy chaos, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. trying to do right for Lifeway all in the middle of it was a little bit crazy, mm-hmm, but it was fun. Yeah. You know, I look back with such fun memories on those days. Inside of you, did you have that kind of where you knew where you, a goal that you knew you wanted to maybe do one day, like you're doing now, the ministry to women, or were you just trying to survive? <laughs> yes, and yes. Uh, honestly, I, from the time I was in high school, when I was in the ninth grade, I was at a camp with the church, at the church and a man named Dan DeHaan did the week. And he was just a couple years after that, he was killed in a plane crash. And so it's real memorable to me, but he spent some time with me and the guy that I was dating. 
and just poured into our lives. And at that that week of camp, I realized that God was calling me into full-time ministry. I didn't know what that meant, and I didn't. it was not defined, but I knew that my life was going to be spent in ministry. And so, you know, it's kind of fun because I, I, you had mentioned that question to me, and, and I knew I was going to spend, I, my life was going to be different. But I didn't know at the time what it was going to look like. Right. And I, don't, I still don't know. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think a lot of it is just being surrendered. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I was thinking about today, I had a professor in college that used to say, we want God to lead with the spotlight and, you know, mm-hmm. put neon signs in the sky. Mm-hmm. And we want him to show us huge in front of us the way to go. And instead he takes a little pen light and he gives mm-hmm. us like just enough light to take the next step. Yes. And I would say that's been my journey. Because wow. most of what's happened to me, I didn't go looking for. God mm-hmm. just has brought it. And as I've surrendered and been obedient and done the next thing, he's brought the next ministry. And so I, if you told me I'd be a blogger and I'd be a social media person, I would have laughed at you. Because nobody did blogging and social media right. 10 years ago. You're you right. Know? You're right. So, and that's yeah. and a lot of things, A lot. Of, I was thinking of earlier when you were saying you wrote for Lifeway, you know, a lot of those kind of jobs didn't really happen back then, I don't think. It seems like now it's more where you're hearing a lot more of that where a mom can stay at home more yeah. and do yeah. those things. Back then, it was like you had to go to work or something like that outside of the home. So Yeah, it was rare. Now you've got Elance and all those companies that mm-hmm. you can hire out and all, but they didn't, that, you couldn't do that back then. Right. You know, and so. Well, I love what you said about a pen light. You know, I've, I've seen the Lord, and I think everybody can say, every believer um, can say that they can see God doing that in each one of their lives, where it's just take this step and then this step. Yeah. And yeah, we want a spotlight. We want yeah. a whole big one so we yeah. can see the end. And, you know, a lot of times, and so, I think some people get more of a spotlight than others or a bigger pen light <laughs> radius. But um, a lot of times we don't. Yeah. We don't. We just have that little one, and you just have to follow and, like you said, surrender and trust. Well, and it's kind of an adventure. Because if we knew all that was coming, we might say no. <laughs> we uh-huh. may say, I don't want to go that way. Right. And it's, my, our current pastor, Randy's serving in a small church part-time, and he says, put your yes on the table and, and do whatever God says to do. And, mm. and I do think that's the Christian life. I don't think it's it that is. you get to know, okay, next year you're going to do this, and in right. five years you're going to do this. Right. And, Right. Uh, he just doesn't lead that way typically. Right. And so, you know, but it makes for an, an adventure. Uh, you know, it's, it's fun to look back and see all the things that he's done at this juncture. I'm kind of in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of still getting started. But it's fun to look back and say, wow, I wouldn't have known that would happen or that would happen or that would happen if yeah. I had planned it. Right. You know? And it's, also, I see that with, um, you know, of things like we just talked about earlier before we started recording um, of things that, um, that maybe I'm not necessarily, I don't feel like is my strength, but the Lord sometimes uses those things to strengthen our faith. But also, so, you know, if we knew those things a while back, we'd be like, eh, I'm terrified. Yeah. You know, we could let fear creep in. So I think that's neat. Well, also. And I love how he equips us when I think mm-hmm. about that. I was a school teacher and then he used me to write curriculum for mm-hmm. Sunday school. It, it matched. It did. And it does seem like he just can perfectly bring together everything that has to fit. Exactly. In order for you to be able to take the next step, right? And so it is—it's crazy, but that's only only God could do that. Bring all the pieces together at the same time. Exactly. Well, what would you tell a woman who is probably, you know, either staying at home or she's working part time or she's got her hands full of babies and toddlers, but she feels something in her heart like you did when you were in high school—that call. Um, what would you say to her that? 
you know, she knows there's a goal or there's um, a passion that she wants to to do one day, but the Lord maybe is just saying, not right now, not right now. What would you say for her, advice for her? I would say there's time. <laughs> you know, mm. I think we get in a hurry and we think it all has to happen now. Uh, but, you know, people live into their 90s. I have friends that still speak to women's groups in their 80s. Wow. And there's no, there's no time limit. Right. It doesn't expire. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, one of my professors at seminary uh, was in his 90s, Dr. Gray Allison, and mm-hmm. he still preaches. Yeah. And so I, I, don't, I think we think we've got to do it all today. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when my kids were little, I didn't do a lot of the things that I do now. There wasn't time. Right. But I did pray for God to give me outlets. And so, like, mm-hmm. I taught Sunday school. Or I would have, I would mentor a younger woman, or I would uh, every once in a while get to go to a retreat or do something like that. But, you know, a lot of the, the writing was my outlet at that time. That's a great. lot of girls are blogging now or they're, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. doing podcasts like you're doing. They're, mm-hmm. they're finding a niche that doesn't take so much time that right. they can't still be a great wife and mom. Right. And, and so I would say be patient. You don't yeah. have to do it all right now. Yeah. And your full life, in fact, a lot of women, when they hit their 50s and 60s, they have all the time they need in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. uh, if I had it to do over again, I, I would do it the same way. I'd invest in my children first. Mm-hmm. And then I'd know ministry can come. But you don't have to do all the ministry right this second. There's yeah. plenty of time for that. That's great. Especially if you have little kids. Yeah. So, you right. know, you would give me little chances to. Because yeah. it, it's a lot more fun sometimes to go and do mm-hmm. than it is to empty the dishwasher and do the laundry. You know? right. right. And, and so all that's very glamorous when you know but mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. being at home is the the part the being faithful sometimes is hard mm-hmm. uh, but i wish somebody had just told me be patient right. you'll get your chance right right <laughs> <Your time will. laughs> right and don't try to and and i talked to a friend uh named ashley a few months ago and how she just feels like you know this is the underground work right now that she's spending time with the lord every day and she's um, given her attention to these babies and and that God is stirring something in her heart, but she's not going to rush it, like you just said. And I think that's so well, wise. You can prepare. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my mentors told me, write anyway. Write mm-hmm. journal, write a book, write lessons, get lessons ready to teach. Right. And she just said, be prepared. Because when your time comes, you'll know. But right. uh, I, I do think we, we just live in a different day. And, and I think mm-hmm. it's tempting with social media to push yourself forward mm-hmm. and to try to make a big dent on the planet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I think your generation feels it more than mine, but I, yeah. I love, my husband has this saying, he says a lot and it, and it, it kind of is based in a Bible principle, but it's funny. And it, it reminds me of this often. And he says, uh, don't toot your own, your own horn, mm-hmm. let another toot your horn. And yes. I, it's tempting to, we live in this day where people feel like they've got to go push themselves out there to mm-hmm. be famous and, be noticed and be important, but mm-hmm. I believe God is the one that promotes us. And I don't go looking for opportunities. He just brings them. But that's right. hard. That's kind of anti-our culture. It is, and, with social media yeah. and all that, that you're supposed to, you know, be pushed and push Promote on and push yourself. on. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't, you know, if you don't use hashtags, well, hello, what? nobody's going to yeah. find you. I'm like, I think I'm okay <laughs> with not being found. I'm just doing what God wants me to do right now. If it's one person or a hundred or a thousand or ten thousand, I'm here doing what he wants me to do. And I can tell you, people have found, God, I love what Beth Moore told, she she told something funny, this was years ago, but she she said her mother, when she would pray, would say, okay, Lord, this is, I don't remember her mother's name, but she'd say, I live at so-and-so address, Mm -hmm. and this is my phone number, and Beth went on to say, you know, God knows where you live, 
Yeah. He knows your address and your phone number, and yeah. he knows when he needs you. Right. And he can call you, have someone call you. Right. And I've seen that over and over, Ram. I've had people, I had a, I spoke at an event right before Thanksgiving, and a lady, her daughter had given her my card, or taken a picture of my business card, and given it to her, and she had just run across it when they were looking for a speaker. Oh, my and, goodness. And it's like that. People tell me stories like that all the time, that somebody just mentioned my name in passing. And it wasn't anything I did. Right. You know, right. God just, and I can tell you, you want to be where he wants you to be. Mm. You know, I'm doing the ministry he calls you to do. That's so good. It is a challenge, though. I think we're, we're all pulled into this promote yourself thing and yeah. hurry and mm-hmm. rush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> and, it, it's hard. It's hard to, what would you say a practical way to do that for a, for a young mom or, or even an older woman that is empty nesting? How, what would you say a practical way of them to do that, of not to promote themselves, and but still to do what God's telling them to do? You know, I think I think what we have to do is we have to kind of keep doing the next thing that's in front of us. I, mm-hmm. I think you still dream mm-hmm. and pray and mm-hmm. plan and and write lessons and um, if God's given you a heart to write a book, write that book. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I watched these women. I used to, when I was doing, I, I led a women's ministry at a church in town, and I'd have women send me letters and say, I like to speak to groups, and here's my name. And mm-hmm. I never called those women. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I did notice that woman that was faithfully uh, in, in our church serving, mm-hmm. or that woman that was mm-hmm. going on a mission trip, or that woman that just mm-hmm. seemed to have a heart to do mm-hmm. uh, what was good. I, I think of Christine mm-hmm. Kane. She's written mm-hmm. several books, she's a, a well known speaker. And she started by cleaning out the closet at her church. And her pastor said, you just show up and you do what they ask you to do. And and I don't think we have to force the future. <laughs> you mm. know, I, I think that, that's hard. Uh, you know, for a lot of it, it's you just continue to do what God gives you to do. Right, right. Uh, I know Henry Blackaby, who's written several books, he wrote Experiencing God. He mm-hmm. said he gets up every day and he says, Lord, what are we going to do today? Yes. And he lives like that. Yes. And that's, you know, I, I think that's... God wants us to live. If you read Paul's journeys, many mm-hmm. times the Holy Spirit would tell him, don't go to this place, or I mm-hmm. want you to go here instead. Mm-hmm. And he was on all these missionary travels, mm-hmm. uh, but he was real sensitive to whatever God had for him next. Yeah. So I don't know if that's practical, but I would just say. No, that's keep, true. That's good. That's good. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Keep, keep doing the laundry. Keep taking care of your family. Keep uh-huh. going to church. Keep showing right. up. Right. And. Eventually, I just God God's the one that promotes. He says, yeah. "Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt you at the proper time." Right, and and it's it it, it, it just works better when you let Him exalt you. Instead it is. Of yeah, it does for for me. It does. <laughs> it is, and just that humbleness. But I mean, yeah. I you know you've got to it, it's you have to be intentional about it. You really do, or or you'll not do that. It's so, almost like swimming against a stream because if you're uh-huh. on social media or listening yeah. to the media or anybody well-known, right. they're all big on this, promote yourself, promote yourself, mm-hmm. but I can't find that in Scripture. Mm-mm, no. It seems, it seems like the more I do that, Red, the worse it is. It is. And it the is. The less I try to control. Right, right, <laughs> so. right. And that's not what the Christian life's about, like you said earlier. You know the funny thing about Christine Kane that um, I had seen her, and I've not seen her in person, but like I had... I have not read a book of hers, but I had um, followed her somewhere, and I've just seen people, you know, of putting yeah. posts about her on there. And she spoke, somebody did a video of her, 
I think it was another podcaster, Mom Struggling Well, did that. And it was a video of her, and she spoke with an accent. I was like, Christine Kane. That's Kane's. the coolest Australian accent. It's, yes. I was like, yeah. really? I had never yeah. heard her. Is that not funny? I just It was just like a light bulb, just like a whole new world. Like, she has an accent. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I just didn't she's even somehow know. associated with that Hillsong Church. Okay, okay. Yeah, the Hillsong music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's interesting. I heard her. She was at the business boutique in Nashville. Oh, did you go to that with Christy yeah, Wright? Oh, I loved it. Yes, it was great. You oh, need to go. <laughs> I would love it. it. Well, well worth it. Good, good weekend. And um, she kind of gave just an encouraging uh, message. And she was the only one that really was from straight from scripture. A lot of uh-huh. it was business. Right. But when she said young women will come up to her, she's fifty. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, how do I get to be you? And she was like, you just need to live about 20 more years. <laughs> and that's kind of how, yeah. that's what a lot of it is. Is right, right. just getting the experiences, growing, learning, right. letting God disciple, mentor, teach you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and waiting. He opens those doors. And yeah. it's really, you know when he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really sweet when he does. So That's awesome. Love uh, that. Okay, uh, good. What do you do, like, okay, so you wrote for um, Lifeway, so you wrote, like, lesson plans. How do you get from there to be in an author? Because you're an author. You've written four books, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> wow. Yes, I don't know if it's that big of a deal. Uh, a book is a lot of work. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of people have a book they want to do because they'll call me and they'll say, I've got a book. I'm like, okay. Let's get it. Let's yeah. do it. And I yeah. love to encourage people on those projects, mm-hmm. but a lot of times they never, they just don't finish or they don't really ever get started. So, okay. um, I, what was happening is I was involved in a women's ministry. I was leading a women's ministry in another state mm-hmm. and the pastor decided we would do simple church, which meant there wouldn't be men's or women's ministries for a while. Okay. He just wanted us to have service. And, mm-hmm. and so all, everything was cut out. And so my husband looked at me and said, it's time to write that book. <laughs> so. That's when I wrote my first book, and it, wow. it was a lot of fun to do. It's a it's a fun thing. It's almost like birthing a baby. Oh yeah, period, and and Ooh. all. But it, it was fun. I had a lot of people help me, and mm-hmm. a lot of friends proofread for me. And so the first book was just a had people, women were coming up to me at the, this church in North Carolina, and they were saying, "I don't know how to have a quiet time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pray. I don't really." get how to break down and read the Bible. They just hadn't mm-hmm. been trained. Mm-hmm. And so the first book was just almost a discipleship book. It was mm-hmm. all about how to. Yeah. Very simple. Things I thought everybody knew that they know. Right. And so it's like a little workbook book. And it was, it's was it been a lot of fun. That was the first one that I wrote. And it's called Stepping Closer to the Savior. Okay. And it's really a very non-churchy, here's how you pray. You know, right. here's how you um begin to read the Bible and study the Bible. Here's how you share your faith, share your testimony, that kind of thing. And so I love the object lessons that you did in that. I just, anytime anybody does object lessons, I am just, it's probably because I taught kindergarten. I'm like, let's just get it down. I just love that because people, everybody can relate to that. Everybody. So most people, most people don't want things complicated. They really don't. They like to understand, especially Mm -hmm. spiritual matters. Mm -hmm. Unless you've been to seminary or you've had a lot of training, it can be complicated. Yeah. And so that's really, some friends of mine were in Seattle planning a church and they actually used the book because they, and they had lost people. They had people that had never been to church Mm -hmm. in their group Mm -hmm. that prayed to receive Christ as a result of being in the little study. And and so that's that's kind of what that was all about. That's great. Okay. So you did that one. And then you yep. had one on friendship? 
Yes, I did that with a girl that's 24. She was one of my blogging friends, and she was real quiet and shy, and we wrote it together. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you yeah. see as something that, writing that together, what do you see that maybe a woman your age and a woman her age both struggle with? Well, everybody has friendship and relationship issues. Right. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're 20 or you're 80. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have girl issues, women issues, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how to have friends, and why isn't this lady nice to me? And, right. you know, why do they leave me out? So, right. You know, it was a lot of fun to do that. We talked to so many women that don't have it. They say they don't have friends. Mm. And so that little book was just born out of a, we did a little email series, just basic how to begin to make some friends. Mm. And it was fun to do. That's I know. It, and it's, but it, you know, what you realize is that it, some of it is just, you've got to try. And mm. so. You have to be uh, the first one. Everybody says they're wanting you to do it and everybody wants to do yeah. it. It's just, you got it. One of you has to take yeah. the first step. Yeah, somebody has to reach out and, say, and smile and say hi. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And okay. so it was fun to do because the girl I read it with is real shy. Okay, and she wanted good. to do it for her sake, too. Gotcha. She's precious. But oh, anyway, we had a lot of fun with that. Neat. Okay, so you and did Stepping Close to the Savior, then you did a friendship book, and then what were the other two? I have a book on parenting that I did that oh. was born out of the blog. It actually is um, eight ways to keep the heart of your children when they get into mm. kind of the challenging years. Oh. And so I'll send you a copy. I need that. <laughs> I need that. Because that's what we all want. That's what young moms, that's what every mom wants, yeah. to keep the heart yeah. of their children. Yeah. And so that's, I, I use a, that material a lot. I speak to a lot of mops groups. Okay. Which we love. And we talk a lot about just how to keep going with them and how mm. to keep that bridge open and the doors open like when it. life gets to that dark, kind of the dark side when yeah. they hit 12 or 13. Ooh. And so, yeah. So that's been a lot of fun. That one was fun to do. Okay. I and, bet. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one actually is just a small book that came out of a, I did a, when I went to seminary just a couple of years ago working on my master's and I had a professor that wanted me to, he wanted me to have all of them printed, but it was, a, I did a, a bunch of research on how, Baptist women got started, and so I went way back 500 years ago, and it was a lot of fun to figure out where we started and who started it (laughs) for the current day, so it's more of like a history. I love that, though. I love that. I love historical. People like that kind of thing. You know, Uh they like history. Yeah, yeah. They do a research paper, so it was was fun. Awesome. Um, Yeah, so, but you know, I would tell you, anybody that loves to write, you Mm -hmm. you can write a book. With 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 the Amazon has this free service called Create Space. Okay. And you can go on. I help people do this all the time, and you can write a book and publish it at no cost. Oh. And they get paid as they take a little bit out of each book <gasps> that that you sell. That is so, amazing. Some people want to have an all. They want to have the the whole agent, and no. they want to publish with a big company. But more more and more, I just like having. Materials. Some of mine are published that way because I want to put good materials in people's hands. Yes, at a reasonable yes. price. And the fact that I just want to hear some of these stories. I just want to get their stories out, you know? Yeah. And so smaller books are in, and you can print those for not, it doesn't cost a lot. And so anybody that's wanting to write that's listening, yeah, go for it. Okay. Or get my information, and I'll help you figure out how to do it because it's easy to do. That's great. And you can get it with the cover, and they give you the ISBN number, and it looks just like any other people's books. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I'm going to tell my friend, my friend Melissa, she was on the podcast a couple months ago. No, last month. And um, we've been telling her, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. And she needs to do it. I'll tell her to call you. It's so 
so many people have great stories yes. that they put into writing. And I think they should, and it's really cool to see it yes. published and whether you ever sell a copy. Exactly. <laughs> published and give it to your family and friends. Yes. Well, well when we yeah. went through infertility, I blogged, and I did a separate yeah. blog for it, and then I finally... I don't even know where I went. Blogger. I don't remember what it's called now, but where you can put your blog into a book and they just do it. And I did it and it was the best. And it came in as soon as like I got back from the hospital when my son was born and it came that day. Cause I was like, before I go to the hospital, I am going to get this pop. I mean, you know, (laughs) well, no, 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 that was it. I was just glad to have that. And that is one of my most priceless treasures is that book. And some people write, for that purpose. They want to have something to give mm-hmm. their family mm-hmm. or whatever. So I think it's neat that you can do mm-hmm. it. There's several companies, but it you can do it and it's based on the sale of it more than the, you know, that is they don't awesome. do it front. Uh, I, I did not know that. See, yeah. you are just a guru at like social media and online stuff. You know what's going I'm on. I'm a big nerd. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yes. That's, that's okay. Cause, so you do this also like part-time, like where you're a social media, like, marketing guru, like I said, right? It was was not my plan, but I am. (laughs) That's awesome. So you kind of recommend and you help women do what? Well, a lot of them are bloggers, but especially, like, new bloggers or entrepreneurs, women who don't know where to start. Um, Some of it's just because I've walked a little further. After three years, I've kind of learned, don't do this, definitely don't do this, and here's some things I would do. Yeah. And so last year, I... I didn't start out to do this, but over the course of the year, people kept hearing I was doing it. And so I have about 15 clients that I, wow. I got to help last year. That's and so awesome. it's, it's fun because it's ministry slash business because I, I don't charge near what some oh. of the people charge. But right. it's been fun because it's like, okay, you don't have a Facebook page. Let's start a Facebook page mm-hmm. and let's help you get some traffic and get some followers. Mm-hmm. Or you don't, you haven't ever done Pinterest. Let me show you how to do that. And so... Some of it I do for them. A lot of it we just talk just like you and I are. Okay. And we'll go, okay, now click this. Okay, there's a little box at the top. It, it's kind of humorous. No, oh, not that box. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the other box. So it's kind of nice to have somebody who's already done it. Yes. Um, that can explain it to you in a way that you understand. Oh, you man. Know? If I had had somebody to show me how to do a podcasting before I started, it would yeah. have been amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's really fun because all of a sudden they'll catch it. And it's like, I don't need you for that anymore. Now show me how to do this. That's and so awesome. it's been a blast because it's kind of combo teaching mm-hmm. and ministry mm-hmm. and, you know, just being able to put things in sequence. So it's been I fun. It. It's I've fun. had a lot of fun and it's kind of growing. Well, a lot more than I thought it would. Isn't so. that, and that's always how it is. It's the things you don't think are going to grow are, are the ones that do. Yeah. Well, and I love your pictures when you post like scripture or an encouraging word on your Instagram. I love the background that you use. How do you get those pictures? Are they stock photos? Are they photos on your camera? Yes. Where do you get those? Uh, there's a, well, there's several sites. Um, okay. And you could Google this, but okay. you could look for free sites. But I like one called Unsplash. And it's just unsplash.com. You go on there, and it's got millions of pictures. And they don't charge. They say you can use them for whatever, but they say it's nice to say thank you. So you can find the photo, the photographer's name, and you know give them mm-hmm. credit. But they take. I mean, it's getting better and better. And there's you can put any word in, it's and pictures will pop up. And there's a lot of sites like that. Okay. This one's just easy to use. There's yeah. some you can look them up, but they're. 
they people are realizing that you know sharing photos they get their name out there and their pictures yeah. out there yeah yeah that's awesome I just love they're they're beautiful whenever I use something called canva which is also okay. you can get a free version okay. and you just go and you take the picture and then you can lay the words on top love it you figure out your font and all that right. I, it is fun to do it is and it's it, like creativity it's kind of ministry I have people say why didn't you put a verse up today and um, and so you know it's a, it, it's neat to be able just to add hope Absolutely. I know because yeah. a lot of things are, are comparisons and we get caught up in that yeah. and jealousy and all this. And then it's just good to have scripture or encouraging word for, for yeah. women or yeah. for anybody. Yeah. So yeah. I love it. So that's been fun. I've been doing that about three years. And so okay. it's, it's fun to see the people that I've met. Some of them are, they just are my friend on Instagram. Oh, uh, isn't that but, fun? Yeah. yeah. You get to have a lot of great conversations. You get to talk about the Lord. I've had some mm. great conversations with people all over the world. That's great. And so it is amazing. Social media makes the world small. Oh, it does. It really does. So you do that for, um, you've got 15 clients, and then you do speaking engagements, and then you, are you continuing to blog? What's next for your ministry? I am. I cut back a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I I blog about once a week, and I do an email once a week. So I do kind of, here's what's going on in our lives, and I try to make a life lesson with it. Okay. And then I, you know, I speak to groups. Last year, I did a lot of speaking to small churches, and it okay. was fine. I bet because the the small churches and the small communities they don't mm. they don't go to the big rallies. They don't mm-hmm. have a lot of money. They can't do the big Priscilla Shire, right. Bethmore studies, and so they don't have anything. Mm. And so if you come to a women's event, they're just glad you're there. That's <laughs> you awesome. Know? That's and great. I taught several smaller churches last year. It was a lot of fun. Well, and I'll tell you on your website. Your website is amazing. It is well, amazing. You. Like you're very kind. No, I love it because it's just easy to use. You know exactly what you're going for, and I love all the. Um, I don't even know what it is. It's the 60 second radio spots so you, you did. Yeah, the, the little pot, the little bitty podcast. <laughs> they are they're perfect though because sometimes you just like I got three minutes. Yeah. I need yeah. three little yeah. or one little. You yeah. know. Just encouragement, and I love that because it's your voice, you. and it's uh, it's a minute at a time, and I just and you had all the sections of like divided into subjects. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was fabulous. Thank you. Well, I want things to be easy. Yeah, yeah. And so fun. Uh, Byron Tyler at Bot Radio did okay. those with me, okay. and they they play those. I think kind of like little uh, in in place of some ads. Okay, you know, okay. Yeah. So I haven't I had done any in a while. I loved but it though. I about 10 of those and so those yeah, are fun yeah, yeah it was great but your whole website is great it's very well, clear you. and very I encouraging did, did yeah. you i know See? i know i know <laughs> i love it oh yeah i was turning geek but it, uh-uh. it has been fun because uh, yeah. i had no clue what i was doing but i had i had some friends that kind of helped me yeah. along the way and yeah. so it's been it's been a fun adventure that's great and it also helps me know anybody could do it if I can figure it out, people can too. <laughs> That's like me. I feel that way too. I'm like, oh, I'm not really super techie, but if you can figure it out, you can do it. So, good. Okay. Well, um, all right. So, tell everybody where we can find you on social media. Okay. Well, I'm just about on every channel. Okay. Most of it's just under my name. It's under Melanie Red, M E L A N I E. And red is R E D D. Okay. But that's my website. It's just under my name. And then I'm on Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Instagram, okay. Twitter, just all any kind of geeky thing you can think of. <laughs> I'm not a Snapchat person. I no. do not want to do that. I'm not either. I'm not either. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. What is your favorite? 
Oh, I, you know, it kind of goes in, it kind of goes in spells. Mm-hmm. I love Pinterest and mm-hmm. I have, it's been, it's been my most, uh, I get a lot of um, people to my website from Pinterest. Really? But, okay. Uh, you know, Instagram to me is ministry, but it's not, it's not as much about uh, sending people to the website. It's more about conversations on Instagram mm-hmm. and it's been mm-hmm. fun. There's a whole different group there. And then mm-hmm. Facebook, I have a love-hate, like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Sometimes Facebook is, is great, great. but there's a lot of opportunity, yeah. you know, and I love it. Yeah, and yeah. So I, I think I've liked them all. Okay, okay. Good, good. I like Instagram. That's my favorite. Instagram. A I lot love of people, it. Yeah, 40 and below are major Instagram people. <laughs> <laughs> so. And- we moms are trying to catch up. Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's fun. And yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah, I like it. I, think, I like them and all, it, but I like that one for sure. And there's such opportunity. I know people complain because they say there's too much politics or whatever, but mm-hmm. there's great opportunity right now. There's complete freedom. There's mm-hmm. no censorship. You can talk about the Lord. You can say the mm-hmm. name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You can offer, pray for people. So I, I right. love, social media is a tool. It is. It I mean, is. It's a great tool. Right, right. So, tool for the most part yeah so. yeah it is it's free okay so um you're melanie red on all those platforms so i always ask my guests at the end of each episode of what they're reading what they're loving what they're eating and what um they're praying for so what are you reading these days uh, i was thinking about that today i just picked back up my utmost for his highest which mm. is a devotion book yes and i have to have another cup of coffee <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Yeah, I like, and it challenges me. Mm. Um, and then um, I just got the book. Donna Gaines gave me her book, "Choose Wisely, Live Fully." Yes, and it's all about the proverbs and the wise woman mm. and the foolish woman. And I just mm. started that. Yeah, and so I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's going to make me dig in and go back through all the proverbs, and so yeah. I think it's going to be good. good. Yeah. All right, okay. and praying. Um, I'm I am mostly praying for my kids right now. Mm. They're kind of in transition. Yeah, I've been praying for their for their mate, for their job, uh, for them to find their purpose. And one of the big ones that I pray for them is that they'll fall in love with Jesus Mm. and they'll, they'll just be madly in love with Jesus. And I, I, I'd encourage all moms to pray that. Mm. Lisa Turker shared that, um, Mm. when one of her daughters was away Uh, that she started praying for her to fall in love with Jesus. And mm. it's funny. The story is that God sent international students to her daughter's college who uh, were madly in love with Jesus, and wow. and they had nothing. They were poor. They just got mm. there, had very little to wear, mm. no spending money, mm-hmm. but they were crazy about the Lord, and, and that affected Lisa's daughter's heart. Wow. She said she'd just been praying for them to fall in love with Jesus. That's great. And I, I love that. That was a good way. That's great. And then food. Uh, yeah, what are you I, eating? Well, I'm not eating a lot of sugar, and so I've had to find other things that taste good. Uh And my favorite right now, I love Honeycrisp apples with almond butter. Okay. And so that's one of my favorites right now. They have all kinds of flavored almond butter. So that's that's kind of my my new favorite because it's almost having something sweet. Right. (laughs) Fruit is amazing because I'll I'll do that. I'll put peanut butter. Uh, I get organic, but it it is peanut butter. I couldn't do almond butter. I don't don't know. I like almonds, but I don't like almond butter. I don't know why. Do peanut butter. But (laughs) you know what? The apple's good when you're not having much sugar. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sweet. Yes. And then what I'm loving is uh, we lived in an apartment for seven and a half years. And we just moved into this house uh, over the summer. And so I have my nine-foot Christmas tree up for the first time in eight years. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. I didn't have a a fireplace or a mantle. 
and my stockings are hung. Oh. And so I'm loving my Christmas decorations. That's wonderful. That is <laughs> great. I'm yeah. so glad for you. That's so good. Yeah. It's been good, yes. Yeah, good. That's one of my favorite things right now. I love it. I love it. Well, good. It it really is sweet for you to come on my podcast. I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed it very much. It was sweet to be asked. It was good. Well, good. Well, thanks. So, yeah. You're going to a big hug for me. I will. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. Bye. Bye. I enjoyed talking with Melanie so very much. Um, I love the practical words of wisdom that she gave. No matter what stage of life you're in, she offered encouragement and hope. So I want you to check out her webpage at MelanieRed.com and also on Instagram. She really brings a lot of hope and encouragement to that space, and I know that you will want to go follow her over there. Also, we have a new episode coming out next Friday. Next week, I'll be chatting with my friends Trisha and Julie and how they are thriving after cancer, and you will want to hear that. Remember, we're friends of a feather. Let's stick together, be encouraged, share this with a friend, and I'll see you next week.